I'm Kale Olin, and welcome to Sports Illustrated's All-American Show. With me is my co-host. You know them, especially if you've seen them on our other segments. With me is John Garcia and Edwin Weathersby. Edwin, how are you? I'm doing well, Kale. How about yourself? I'm here. We're getting closer to signing day, so getting excited. Early signing day. Still have a ways to go before the big one, but early signing days become a little bit more bigger as the seasons have kind of progressed and the years have changed. With that being said, with less than three weeks until the early signing period, we are officially in flip season. I say that because Tennessee just had a decommitment. Oregon had a decommit flip to USC. ASU has lost some commits recently. So this is a lot of flipping. John, kind of starting with you, are you seeing kids not being able to visit schools causing kids to flip to schools maybe closer to home or ones they have gotten to see before COVID happened? There's no doubt that this is the cycle where local is, is going to win out more times than not. Now, is that going to affect Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma? Probably not. But for, for others, I think it will. You know, that, that first impression or longstanding impression with the local program is going to carry more weight this cycle than, than all others because prospects haven't been able to truly take in a traditional visit since March uh, or February. So I think those original impressions are, are going to be very longstanding here. But I think there's always reason for flips this time of year. Boards change, evaluations change, and some kids just change their minds uh, organically. So I think you're, you're seeing a lot of what you normally see. Yes, we've confirmed some prospects have been dropped. Yes, some prospects have dropped the program and, and looked to go elsewhere. And I think more of that will continue naturally down the stretch. Uh, the pandemic just adds another wrinkle and layer into that conversation. Edwin, he brings up a great point on pandemic, not being able to get to see things, maybe staying a little bit more local. But seeing what's happening now with teams that are playing, playing less games, not getting some of those easier games or cupcake games, as people like to call them, does poor product on the field, maybe specifically by Oregon right now and losing to Oregon State, does that ever really matter? Is, or is that just a now thing? I believe to an extent uh, the product on the field matters. Uh, personally, I think it played um, a huge role in Jeremiah Williams, uh, one of our top edge prospects recruitment. Uh, I really felt Auburn had him all but locked in, Kayla. Um, they obviously got off to a controversial 2-2 two and two start, and uh, we see Williams declares for Florida, who's 7-1 right now. Um, I also think uh, Michigan's performance on the field has Xavier Worthy, our number four slot receiver, looking around with Alabama now taking a mix. But on the flip side, USC's offense hasn't uh, looked terrific as it did last year, but Jake Garcia, a quarterback commitment lined up for USC, remains firm in his pledge uh, because he's a quarterback. He wants to play in the air raid system there. So again, um, the on-field performance plays a role in recruiting to an extent uh, for me and, and what I've seen on a case-by-case, recruit-by-recruit basis. And then also sticking with you, Edwin, because I think this all ties in really well together, coaching changes is a big one. Some coaches, when they leave, kids decide to decommit or to follow said coach elsewhere. Some, it makes them change their mind and they actually like the coach better at that program that they did like. What are you seeing coaching changes-wise in terms of the flipping season? 
you know, that's a very interesting um, aspect of recruiting, especially as the hiring cycle for college football coaches, uh, usually December 1st or the last week of November is usually when um, the unofficial hiring cycle for college football coaches begins. Uh, we saw Vanderbilt make a change over the weekend and uh, with head coach Derek Mason being let go. And I believe Sunday or Monday, they picked up a commitment. Um, so, um, it really does depend upon the recruit and are you committing and signing with the school and the university? Are you signing with a position coach or the head coach or a coordinator? What is the why uh, as to why you're signing with, with that school? Um, so oftentimes uh, with elite recruits, uh, when there's a high profile coaching change, the elite recruits will take a step back and kind of um, resurvey their options. But again, we saw Vanderbilt um, pick up a commitment after head coach Derek Mason being fired over the weekend. Coaches and player relationships are absolutely important, but so is also being comfortable in a program and where you're going to be spending three, maybe four or more years. So John, one final question for you. This one is interesting and flipping season has also become more of a thing now that this has happened, but with the advent of the transfer portal, do you think that committing to a school means as much anymore, more, not as much, a little bit? Is this really something that kids, maybe when they're committing to a school, they're like, okay, well, if it doesn't work out, we have a transfer portal. What's your opinion on that one? Look, you know, changing your mind is something that is more and more flexible, seemingly as time has gone on, even with traditional transfers who aren't granted that immediate eligibility, non-grad transfers, if you will, a lot of those waivers are, are pushing through and kids are able to play. Look at JT Daniels now manning the ship for the Georgia Bulldogs. So I think there is a little bit more, hey, worst case scenario, I can bail in the transfer portal going on, sure, especially with, with younger prospects. But I think it's the older prospects that are really messing it up for everyone else. It's the transfer portal itself because if you're a college program you much rather have that kid with college experience than the kid with high school experience it's a very simple this is better than that sort of equation and I think when you mix in the pandemic and the fact that everybody has another year of eligibility it makes programs that much more likely to hit the portal harder from a recruiting standpoint and not rely on high school or junior college recruiting conversely so I think those are part of the reasons you're going to see smaller classes this year. Auburn has a great group, but it's just 12 prospects. And, and that would never be the case. This is a top 10 class every year type of program. And, and yes, like Edwin mentioned, some on the field stuff has to do with it, but it's also the approach the Tigers are taking. They're going to hit the portal hard and grab some grad transfers. They just picked one up uh, with an O-lineman from Harvard. So I think that's going to be a little bit more prevalent this year. A lot more elite programs will bring in prospects in the teens instead of, you know, two dozen plus. You have the transfer portal. You have those skilled players like quarterbacks are only one who really plays at once. And now you have all this flipping going on. How much of that all correlates together? Does it even correlate together? It does. Quarterbacks are their own like recruiting bag. <laughs> I don't think they really go with, with any other group. Uh, the old saying was, quarterbacks are going to go to one school each, right? So normally a Jake Garcia is not going to go play where a Miller Moss goes, but every now and then uh, a quarterback room will grow by two in one cycle. USC is certainly uh, setting the curve there. Florida has two 
quarterbacks committed as well. But typically quarterbacks are sort of you go there, I'll go here kind of mentality. But there's no doubt that on-field play has a lot to do with it. Look at Luke Altmaier, who just decommitted from Florida State. He's a state of Mississippi kid. And Lane Kiffin and the Rebels are, are hot on his trail. I mean, who nobody would say that Florida State is in better shape going forward at the quarterback position compared to what Ole Miss has shown us on Saturdays this fall. So he's uh, probably the best example I could think of recently decommitting from Florida State to where, yeah, the on-field success has a lot to do with it. The portal might have something to do with it, but really um, it's about being the guy in the class. And, and I think Ole Miss's patience will pay off with an in-state elite. If that is coming true, Edwin, I need your hot take on this flipping season. My hot take is uh, two to three years from now, there'll be more transfers from the this 2021 recruiting class um, in the transport portal than any other uh, class of prospects of the past 10 years. Due to, due to, uh, yeah, and and I'll further that by saying due to uh, these 2021 recruits uh, have not been able to step foot on these uh, schools campuses for uh, in-person visits. I couldn't agree more. And I think you wrapped it up perfectly on we'll definitely see in a few years. That's not something we're going to know right now. So your hot take will be relevant in a few years. We'll make sure we go back and credit you for when all of this comes true. But for everything up to date on the flipping season, all of these recruits, everything like that, you can go ahead and check out SI All-American. I'm Kale Olin. He's John and he's Edwin.